Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today's episode is Four Second Cure for Loneliness. We've kind of been on this kick of loneliness, um, but I was at a conference in Nashville, I don't know, several weeks ago, and um, one of the speakers, I, I thought this was ingenious for the event, instead of coming up and doing, you know, a, a couple hours of speaking, he actually did five minute bites. It was kind of like little commercials uh, in between all these other speakers. And, and basically he would take um, a piece of research and say, okay, this is what they found. This is what it means. This is how you can do it, which was great. Just very simple. So um, one of the things that I remember him talking about is it takes four seconds to make someone's day. Now, I didn't write down the researcher, so I'm sorry about that, but um, four seconds to make someone's day. And this was in relation to, I think it was a Harvard Business Review um, research article where basically they um, followed a bunch of CEOs and managers, supervisors, and they found that um, you know, there, first of all, there was this notion or understanding that it takes a long time to connect with other people. And what the study said, actually, if there was a, a very simple process, uh, and there were two or three statements basically that took up the four seconds. Um, but in essence, the four seconds were about pausing, you know, making eye contact with that person, acknowledging what they said and asking, how can I help you? That's it. Pause, eye contact, acknowledge what they say. How can I help you? That that four seconds changed the relationship between the employee and the supervisor, which also changed the, the employee's production level. I mean, very simple, right? It takes four seconds to cure loneliness. And if this is true in the workplace, how true can it be everywhere else in our life? Pause, eye contact, acknowledge what they say. How can I help? Very simple. Okay. I, I found this um, quote the other day and, and I, I, maybe I'm just in this like alone loneliness kind of place because we've had some conversations around it, but it's a quote by Carl Jung. And I'm going to read it a couple times. So loneliness does not come from having no people about, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to oneself or from holding certain views, which others find inadmissible. Okay. I'll read that again. Loneliness does not come from having no people about, but from being unable to communicate the things that seem important to oneself or from holding certain views, which others find inadmissible. So in other words, he's saying loneliness is not about, you know, your state of being. Remember a couple of days ago, we talked about being alone, you know, uh, uh, alone and individual, you know, that's a state of being that you may or may not be lonely in that, in that mode, but it, being lonely does not come from just being alone. It comes from one of two, two places. Number one, not being able to communicate something that's important to you. 
So that could be, you know, sticking up for something for yourself or, you know, much, many of the times we, we find, especially with this study that an employee had something important to share and they couldn't, right? Because nobody was listening, right? So therefore you're lonely or perhaps you hold a different view than others do. And, you know, they blame shame and guilt you for that. I mean, all you got to do is go on social media, right? And say, uh, my favorite fruit is an orange and it will spark a debate. I don't know why people have to do this, but they do, right? Um, have you ever been in a place before, let's say work, have you ever been unable to communicate something important to your coworkers or your boss? Or you felt that the thing that you needed to share, nobody else would agree with you on. Yeah. How about your family? You know, that's a big one. That's a big hot topic. Many of my clients, they come, they're working on, uh, you know, some pretty major goals in life. Uh, many of them are making money. They're, they're, um, getting, you know, changes in jobs. They're, they're getting promotions They're going back to school. They're changing their health. I mean, there, there's lots of really cool things that are happening, but their family looks at them as, you know, number one, they don't see it as important. Right. So uh, a, a pretty common thing is when somebody is jumping out and building their own business, you've got a lot of people who not only don't understand what you're doing, um, but they they feel like they have a lot of advice to give you. Now, they may have never been to that place where you're going before. They may have never built their own business, uh, but, you know, they 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 want to they want to help you out. Right. Um I, I, I love the, there's a statement, shoot, I might, I might slaughter it, but it basically says, you know, don't, don't allow other people to, um, adjust your vision. It wasn't a staff meeting, right? When you're given your, your dream, um, you know, they might not see it as important. And so therefore, you know, it might be really important that you do X, Y, and Z. And they're like, yeah, why? Right. Um, also, you know, maybe you're growing in your awareness. This happens a lot with friend groups and you, you realize that there are certain things that are really important to you that have never been important to you before. And your friends are like, yeah, no, that, that doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, maybe you're in, um, a church or a, a religious group. This often happens as well is that maybe, um, or even your political affiliation, you know, not, not everybody believes all the things all the time in whatever group you're in, right? That's just the nature of the beast. And so, you know, maybe you believe in this certain thing and the grand majority of the people that you're hanging out with don't, or they don't see it that way, right? That can make you feel very lonely, because we're all social beings, right? We need to be seen for who we really are. Even if it's just by one other person. Quite frankly, the, you know, the, the research on resiliency says that if we have one person at any one time um, during some of the most horrific things that are happening in our life that actually sees us that we are more inclined to come out of that situation resilient. Okay. 
So what I'm offering to you today is, is one of two things. Number one, be that one for someone else. Understand that it only takes four seconds to make somebody's day. Four seconds, you guys, to cure loneliness. How many lonely people can you help cure today with four second chunks? And then the second thing I would ask you is consider the people who are in your life. Who helps you uh, by listening? You know, when you're sharing something that's really important to you, who listens to you? And who helps you to kind of cultivate a space where you can share something that's important to you that might not be important to that other person? Or a better way to say it is who listens without judgment? Okay. So first of all, be the the person who helps cure loneliness for another, but then uh, examine your relationships. And if you do not have anybody that is listening to you and also listening without judgment, um, please contact me. Uh, there's a couple different groups that I run, um, a couple membership groups that, that really one of the big soul underlying purposes of these groups is, is to provide a safe space where people are heard, supported, encouraged, um, and, you know, just a, a four second chunk of uh, curing loneliness. Okay. All right. So enjoy your day of loneliness curing for yourself and others. And with that, I release you into the wild. Go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.